I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson's The Secret 2. I'm joined by one of, do you know what? I was going to say like, one of my favorite people in this in, in my industry, but I feel like you've kind of out, outgrown the industry I'm in now, haven't you really? You've changed. I ha- do you know what I have? I probably only in the last, say, like year, 18 months, just because I've not really obviously been, I do bits obviously on Fern Show and stuff, but yeah, the industry, you always get the call. We we'll always get the call. Get the call. And obviously, George, you know what's funny? Obviously, you're so obviously me. <laughs> And I like, do you know what? I do love to do little things like this. So I've done one with Jess last year, and I know she had her podcast, and then Fern Show, and Georgia and Tommy have got their show. And it like, I'm really close to, um, you know, you guys, obviously, and, and the ones, and I love seeing you guys on shows and podcasts, and you're all so successful. But for me, I'm probably a bit more, I've, I've taken a step back a little bit, but it has been quite nice. It has, like, like taking that little bit and having a bit more of a private life, I would say. Yeah, honestly, Dan, like, I I know I keep telling you this, but like, it clearly suits you because I've never seen you look so happy and so relaxed. And like, loads of, like, loads of people when they say to me, like, oh, would you still be doing, if you could could do anything you want in the world, would it still be this? And like, I love my job and I feel dead lucky and all that. But if I could have found another way to have got financially to where I am now, I mean, it not have been in the public eye, like, I definitely would have entertained it. Like, I'm not the best famous person. Like, I'm always doing things I shouldn't. Like, I'm actually really quite boring, the crux of it. Boring, but also still makes lots of mistakes. It's a terrible, toxic mix. But yeah, like, I often think like, oh God, I'd love to find a way to just like make all me, make loads of money and not, and no one know who I was. And I suppose you've kind of, you've you've cracked that nut, haven't you? Do you know what? And I think I never, that was never like my plan. Obviously, when I was on Tower I only, I, I never even wanted to be, let's say, famous or in the industry. It was just, mm. I was dating, obviously, Lockie at the time when I was mm. at my fashion um, job. I was a buyer for Topshop. And when he got asked to go on that show, I obviously was talking to him at the time. So obviously that just naturally happened. I ended up going on that, the show. So it sort of just, it all went in, I, I never, it was never something that I was like, oh, I want to be in that industry. You weren't actively campaigning for no, it. No, no, really. I love my fashion. I knew I always wanted to make my own money and I never wanted to rely on a man and I wanted to be independent. And I always knew I never wanted a nine to five job. And for me, the fashion job that I had, it wasn't nine to five. You know, mm. I, was, I was traveling a lot and I loved it. But when I went on Tally, the, the, it, was in, it offered so many opportunities, which I absolutely loved. But I absolutely hated that people got to see so much of my real life with the emotion. Like, 
the biggest question you'd have, I'm sure, with, with Jodie Shaw, and what I had was, is it real? Is it real? That used to infuriate me. So I think, do you actually think I can act? <laughs> do you know what I'm crying every Monday and Wednesday? Every <laughs> Sunday, every Sunday and Wednesday. And because we definitely can't act. And nah. I mean, some, I'm sure, can. But I definitely couldn't. And it was all so real. And it was just your heart being like... And, and heartbreaking, that, yeah. That's, you know, that you know, that side of you that you don't really want the whole world seeing, but you're kind of stuck in. It's like you're trapped. I feel like mm. I was trapped for a long time. That I was trapped in this industry of judgmental, people judging everything you say, how you look, the, the, you know, the comments on social media. And I just, when I very, found... Very toxic. So toxic. It's like, it, it's hard because I'm sure people listening, they think, oh, well, it does, you know, you've got, you've got financially, you know, it's, it's, it's great that you can earn what we earn in the industry. And then also you've got the, the glamour side, the events and all that. But there's such a side that people don't realise that goes on where it's, you know, anxiety. I mean, everyone I know in our industry could pretty much suffers with some point of anxiety. Mm, yeah, of that, oh, absolutely. Of that fear of, you know, like not knowing what's going to happen on the next reality show or, you know, and it's very competitive and you can start doubting yourself, comparing yourself to others because it is very cutthroat industry at the same time. So when I ended up finding um, the nutrition company that I'm involved with now and I have been for five years, it wasn't it wasn't actually a career path. I didn't know about, you know, this business and like network marketing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just sort of fell into it. And now, you know, five and a half years on, I like managed to build like a successful organization and actually number 25 in the world. <laughs> Honestly, doesn't, su- doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Like every time I check your Insta, you're always gallivanting somewhere fancy getting some award. Like for everyone who's going to watch this, see this platform, like on an audio platform rather than anything visual, Danielle is sitting in like what I can only describe as like our awards room. She has a whole host of little silver Oscars and various herbal life grammys in the back there <laughs> so true it's really like my little grammys but no it's like now you know I do feel really lucky that and privileged that I'm in a position where I am the choice and I make the decisions in my life now I'm not controlled by anything mm-hmm. and the, the income that I do earn now is solely down to like my hard work and you know what I put into it and and I, I and I enjoy it. Yeah. You know me. I love two things. I love. I love helping people feel good and become the best versions of themselves. And I love if I can help someone else become financially better as well. And they're the two things that the the company offer. So I love it. Oh, good. Honestly, mate, it's so great because I do feel like you are absolutely smashing it and stuff like that. And I think listening to you talk about your time on Tawi. Um, it really resonated with me. Like I felt it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Reality TV, because you become a more popular character, the more of yourself you give people invest in you. If they see you crying, if they see you wear your heart on your sleeve, like they feel like, Oh God, I've, I've cried over a boy before. Like I can identify with Danielle. Yeah, it's relatable. Exactly. So in order to, you know, become an audience favorite or whatever, you have to give that sense of yourself, but it also like, it really takes from you and it's really, really draining. And as well, like it's really hard to know where you stop and like Towie begins. Like that's how I often felt on Geordie Shaw. 
You do. I think you lose your identity. I remember thinking, I had to go to therapy originally because <clears throat> the passing of my friend Sammy, <clears throat> originally a couple of years ago, we lost her to breast cancer. And I went for that and a few other things going on in my life, like relationship-wise, that I wasn't, you know, um, confident in at the time. But actually, when I actually started doing more therapy, and I don't know, you've done therapy, I'm sure, before. and lords. <laughs> So we all have it. <laughs> I mean, it's so like, I feel like we're friends now. We've become like, LA was always like, yeah, I've got to my therapist. And we was like, really? mm-hmm. now everyone's got a therapist. But yeah. therapy for me, Healthy. Man, therapy for me really made me realise that I'd lost myself. Like, was I Danielle from Tower? Was I Danielle from the fashion job? Was I Danielle from the girls that from school? Like, mm-hmm. what Danielle was I? Mm-hmm. You know, people call me Danny mm-hmm. because that was kind of the name Tower give me. Yeah. Like, how mad is that? So I was never... That's insane, that. Like, how mad is that? So I remember going into... to When I was talking to the producer at the time, and there was already basically a Danielle. Her name... And what's mad is her name is actually Danny. I think it was Danny Dempsey. Mm-hmm. And they said, can we just call you Danny? Is that okay? And That's I was like... crack as that. Because I was so naive. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll be Danny. You but, also, like, in that situation, like, looking back, we were, you were probably in your early 20s, whatever, you want to um, impress... Yeah, oh, you, yeah, and I, I wanted to just be like, yeah, of course, cool. I mean, they could have called me Danica. I'd gone, yeah, go for it. But, Dave, yeah, you know, it's yeah, Dave. Thanks for saying. <laughs> this, this is how it comes back. So it's really funny. Like even talks to Tom hates anyone called me Danny <laughs> because is that why? Tom goes not because of that because he goes that's not you. Tom's yeah. name from school and he's like you're Danielle. Your yeah. mum, you know, everyone that so anyone that knows me before Towie calls me Danielle usually yeah. actually you call me Danielle a lot yeah I've never called you Danny do you, you Danielle me I always say Danielle and I love these mistakes I love one of my cousins but anyway um, the people that know me call me Danielle but anyone that don't really know me call me Danny so it, it's funny so like what you what you do but I did lose myself a bit and I think it does yeah. take a bit of time to make that change and switch like switch that sort of that mindset of who am I what do I want in life and what do I want to do and yeah, I do feel like I'm in a position, thankfully, I'm in touch with. Um, I've, you know, I've got to the, I want to have, in my world, I'm cracked because I've still got so many goals and stuff, as you can see on all my boards. I've got boards everywhere. I've got but yeah, I, like, I feel like I'm in a good position, you know, in, in my life right now. No, I think you definitely are. And it seems as though, because I think if you think about how you were represented on Towie, you know, and like, sort of yeah the relationship you were in when you were there like it was really tempestuous it was very difficult at times like as your friend like and I'm a big Towie fan like just hard to watch mate yeah you know and I think it's lovely that you've come out the other side and found your happiness both professionally and personally but it can't have been an easy like an easy ride like did your mental health really suffer when you were on Towie yeah, uh, when I, I didn't at the time think it did, but like yeah. I said, going through therapy, you know, a therapy they take you back to the place. Oh yeah, and cover, and it's it's so clever because I remember for the first six months thinking, I'm paying sixty quid an hour, and I was getting a twenty percent discount. there. Sixty pounds an hour to pretty much, of, and how did that make and, and take me back to times that I wanted yeah. to forget about? And I was like, no. making me feel better, but it's genius and it's so mm. clever what they do because it takes you back to a time when you were, you know, struggling. And looking back now, God, yeah, the, I never had anxiety. Bit I didn't know what anxiety was then, nah. and going into that 
every day when we were filming, putting yourself in situations when you did not know what was going to go on, you know, sitting there and being told that you've been cheated on in national television, well, you know it's going to go on TV and sitting there thinking, and the people that are telling you are people that you're supposed to call your friends. Mm. And, and, and you know they're happy because they're getting a storyline from it. Oh, you know they're absolutely buzzing that the producers are saying, would you mind absolutely fucking up that girl's destroying her just for five minutes on night if it be the night oh you know what I mean so you you know you've got the, your, your friends that are your cast that you know that they call it cast whatever you're, you're your friends and they're putting you in a position where they're about to tell you something that isn't fake this is your real life yeah. and and then you've just got to deal with that and it's so funny because you're half half of you thinking how do I want to deal with this without the cameras knowing Mm-hmm. But the other half is like, but the cameras are on, so deal with this yeah. in a correct way. So you can never be yourself. So straight away, Vic, for five years, I was probably reacting in a way that I wouldn't if like the TVs wasn't on. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. I would have a lot sooner, but I felt, like I said, I was trapped. I was trapped in that situation. I think when you're like your career is so intrinsically linked to your love life and stuff like I know I stayed in certain relationships a lot longer than I should because the alternative was to go to work on Geordie Shore or whatever it may be you know and actually see a person who you had been going out with before and now it was breaking I thought god that sounds really awkward to me so I stayed in relationships longer than I should because the alternative I knew would be painful and uncomfortable and when you're work life is so intrinsically linked to your personal like it well, isn't that's why I left. That is well, why exactly I left and, because of it. yeah yeah so how long were you on all together five years and four and a half years <laughs> I was stressed <laughs> but it was literally I think it was like in six months that it was that I got cheated on within six months of being on that show and then every single ep- series and episode it was like up and down up and down but just like you said, what normal environment do you break up with someone and then you have to go and see them? Hi, mm. how are you? And you've all got to protect. Like, it have all got to talk about it. And that. It was, and you don't want to talk about it. You just want to be forgotten. You just want to forget about it. But, yeah. you know, walking, look, for me, reality TV and, you know, the only way I six was giving me a huge platform and I have yeah. no regrets. Like, I'm sure you're the same, same with Georgie Shaw. It gives me, open, you know. Oh, I've got loads of regrets though. <laughs> I'm sure you've already said, we've all got regrets, things that we've done on that. No, let's do it. But I will never sit and say, I wish I never done it because it, it it's given me really the life I've got now because you've got, like what we said, going back to the relatability from people that followed me. My yeah. audience got bigger on social media because a lot of girls were like, felt maybe sorry for me at the time or they were going through the same yeah. sort of struggles. So you're now building up, you know, give you a platform where you've got a, an incredible audience of followers that actually love you and care for you and genuinely give a shit about your life, which I find so mad. I know. But also, you know, you, you, you learn so much about yourself as well. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think, I mean, life's, life's light and shade, isn't it? It's ebbs and flows and like nothing, nothing worth having comes easy. And you're right. Like there's so many amazing things that come with being on TV in any capacity and reality TV in particular. Like, I think I often feel super, super grateful for the platform I've got now, but yeah, it does, comes at a bit of a price, mate. And I think having everybody know so much about you and see you cry and you have no privacy, that's, that's a hugely difficult thing for a young woman to comprehend. Have you ever felt since then, because I struggle with this, that you don't know now what should be private and what shouldn't? (laughs) Because I'm like on Instagram, like, fucking on me period again blah blah blah. like on and every week and her can't say do you have to and I'm like I don't uh, yeah I do actually because I've been conditioned to think from the age of 21 that everybody should know everything about me do you problem yeah it's like we've got no filter yeah. It? It's like, no, yeah, it's it. I was at the gym this morning and we done a little couples workout. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, come on for the hen. And, <laughs> and I was about to film it. He went, can you just put that phone down? You don't have to film everything. And I was like, um, actually, people would genuinely want to probably see our workout because they want to work out and say couples that work out and all of that stuff. And it was like, put the phone down. But I think you sometimes have to stop yourself and be like, do you know what? There is there's an element, and I do actually recommend it being, and everyone's going to love me saying this, is that some things, maybe even just for yourself, hold it back a little bit because yeah. there's nothing more um it's so nice when you two have that little bit together because I was in a bad habit with that I used to snapchat for me my god I used to go hey snapchatters and show everything I was doing all the time but now sometimes I just have to put my phone away and be like let's just have our time because you shouldn't just go too much with it but I do think for us it's the norm yeah it has it's definitely skewed my perception of what is normal to share like absolutely like honestly I feel like it's it's so normal for people to come. Like I was just walking down the street the other day. I was in Newcastle for a couple of days with my ma, and some woman just she's she's listening to this. She was a lovely woman, Jen. I think her name was. She just shouted, "Vicky, will you come and sign me book?" She's got a copy of my book. So I went across yeah. and I was chatting to her, and that's signing her book. She was like, "How's your mum's wrist? Is it all right?" And I was like, "Yeah." She's mum's fell off her bike, broke her wrist, right? But this woman knew, yeah. and like that was fine. Like to me, that was absolutely fine. If that was anybody else, they'd think, "What the fuck?" They'd yeah. be like, "Oh my god," yeah. they'd be panicked. But for you, for someone to know that much about my life, I found it completely normal. Yeah, it's just normal. It's just yeah. normal. Yeah. People <laughs> like, all and go, oh, we love it. I feel like I've seen it so much. I think, God, I'm not putting my child too much on social media. People love to see all of it. But it, like you said, it's just, it just is for the norm for us. Was that ever a thought process for you, Dan? Because I know there's some parents who choose to keep their children off um, social media specifically, but, you know, with with Brody, with yeah. Sunday, with yeah. all that. Like, I, I love watching them grow up. Yeah. Was there ever a moment where you were like, am I doing the right thing here? 
do you know what? I didn't even think about it, if I'm honest. Right. And because she can't talk, <laughs> so it's really bad. It's not like you can go as a baby. Would you like to? I mean, it probably will come apart. I mean, Tom's fine with it. Um, obviously, I wouldn't ever show too much things that are like, you know, having the bath time and that sort of stuff. There's a certain element that I wouldn't put on social media. But I like it because for me, that's our way of looking back at photos. Like, we yeah. don't have photo books anymore. Like, we don't print photos off. And, like, the yeah. like, when we go, my mum moved, we're like, oh, me and my sister were going through the old photo album. See him, see him this week. And it's amazing. Oh. We're not going to have that. So we will literally, in 20 years' time, our kids are like, mum, let me see the archives. Yeah. <laughs> the stories. So... You know, that's my little, that's my memory of her as a baby. But if she did get to the age, let's say five, six, and she was like, Mum, I don't want that, like, especially if she's at school, and she's like, Mum, I don't want to be on that. Yeah. But of course I wouldn't. Like, I've not, I've had quite a few people ask me about, would you like, um, approach me about her doing modelling? Mm. She um, is lush. She is. I mean, I'm biased, but I do think she's like the most, I'm being my living room, I'm like, she's the most cute baby in the world. But she has got a very good lip. Yeah, she and has. And eyes. Because they're her dad. <laughs> <I'd feel> her. <laughs> and she's got her dad's eyes. But um, no, she's, no, she's beautiful. But I was, I'm not for that. And that's probably just because I feel like I wouldn't, she likes having a photo taken in fun environments, but I don't think she's at the age yet to like be working, if that makes sense. For me, I don't, you know, I want her to enjoy it. And until she's at an age where she goes, oh, mum, I'd love to do a bit of modelling. Great. Yeah. But I, that's just a choice that I made. So, Things like modelling and even doing like posts and stuff like that. I've not got her involved in, you know, amount of like lovely children companies and stuff that have approached us. But but I think as time comes when she starts getting more comfortable and enjoying it, and I know she's enjoying it, mm. then my opinion will probably change. But right now, it's just a little bit of fun stuff on social, and then that's it. I suppose it's subjective, and it all depends on the it depends on the kid, doesn't it? Like I look at Nelly and Arthur, and like Nelly absolutely loves it. Like you'd be different. Yeah, you'd be the camera. Yeah, it. yeah, exactly. Same with Sunday. You'd be doing them a disservice if you didn't let them sort of pl- like yeah. have the moment. But there are some kids who potentially are a little bit shyer, and I suppose it you've just so gotta, down, so yeah. down to the to the uh, child individual, and also, individual, and also to parents. Like, I'm quite selfish. I'm like, I couldn't get her modelling job because then I'd have to be carrying her around to all these things, and I'm busy. <laughs> so that's probably a selfish thing for me as well. Like, do you know what? I'll wait till mummy's career's calm down. With yeah. the then we can focus on all of us. But no, I think, um, like we said, each the child and then obviously it's a parent's decision. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Dan, honestly, I'm so happy for you. It's been such a pleasure talking to you today. Before I let you go, here at Vicky Patterson, yeah. The Secret 2, we do always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple pearls of wisdom, a little bit of advice. Yeah. Um, and having known you for like the best part of 10 years and seen you in some senior in the wrong relationships senior in the wrong jobs senior probably not at your best it is so lovely to see you so happy um yeah well mate you're glowing like and you've done it yourself you have found your own happy place um and I want to know and I'm sure everybody listening will want to know as well what your secret is to finding your happy place oh that is a good one what there's so many though (laughs) <laughs> well you've mentioned a couple on the co- you know you've said you advocate for therapy for having some time off your yeah. phone like clearly you're putting things in place which are helping you and Tom have a really you healthy know, relationship do you know what my biggest thing was but this is again this is only down to me is to find your happy place is to focus on because even when you say what's your happy place I used to 
link happiness to the people that was involved in my life. So I'd be like, oh, absolutely. Happy. So yeah. it'd be like, I'm happy. I would be happier if that person done this. Or I'd be happier if I was in a job that done it. I, and actually, you have to take out everyone around you, every influence. And that doesn't actually just mean your partner, just like family members, work colleagues. And you have to just take a step back and be like, what do I want? Like, we're not selfish enough. No, I don't know. People actually that are really happy, sometimes it can be quite selfish people. And I'm, 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 I'm happy to admit that now. I'm, I say no to things. Mm-hmm. I used to say yes to everything. I was a people's plea. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. And then I'd get stressed. Why have I said that? Put myself under pressure. Then I'd get in a bit of a, you know, a bit of a Stress. moment. Mm-hmm. And now I, when I, um, before I got with Tom, I was in a place where I was doing therapy, which was brilliant because I was working out who is Dan- Danielle, not Danny, who is Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, also worked out like I had a little bit of a goals list of what I wanted to achieve and it hasn't got to be about you know for me it was important to get on the property ladder but it doesn't have to be about materialistic things it could be I would love to pass some driving tests or I would love to do something that you want to achieve for yourself that would be like that is something that I would love to do that's on my goals list and it could take however long it is um but without a goal you know it's just a dream that's how I look at it so if you have a goal you can work towards it um Personal development, I'm a big believer in personal development. I always listen to, um, and even people, I mean, Will Smith isn't probably the best for the whole slapping incident recently, but... He's got a bit of bad press. I'm not going to... The slapping aside, Will Smith's a great person to listen to. Oprah was great to listen to. Jim Ryan's just amazing. Um, I love love listening to things that are going to make me feel good um, because there is so much negativity I do feel like in the world and I don't want to manifest any of that. And again, self-love. And as soon as you start, you know, personal development, knowing what you want, setting yourself some goals, picking the right people you want to be around as well, like your environment, I think that whole law of attraction, people in your life will come to you that you want. Mm -hmm. And when I started doing those little things, when I didn't want to be in a relationship, Tom come my way because I didn't need a relationship. It just happened. And I think looking back now, the relationships I went into, it was because I was wanting, I was looking for it. I wanted it. And actually, like that saying is, uh, you get something when you least expect it. And that is what happened with me and Tom. And everything now is just, just content because I'm, I'm more reassured than ever in myself. And I'm always working on myself every day, not for anyone else. So that's what I would basically give. (laughs) That's my secret. No, but I, think that's great you've made me feel super motivated like honestly Dan thank you so much for your time and I know how busy you are mate and I cannot wait to see you become is it Mrs Edney or Edney Edney are you going to take his name I'm taking his name mm-hmm. but, I'm, but yeah I'm taking his name but I'm not changing the Instagram thing yeah, not that mate <laughs> <laughs> told you I'm taking his name. Of course I am. Yeah, I'm quite traditional in that way. Mrs. Edney. Be, but how mad is this? His sister's called Danielle and she was Danielle Edney. Uh-huh. And I'm now going to be a Danielle Edney. And she oh, was, it's nice. You've just replaced her. <laughs> I, she was the Danielle one. I'm now the Danielle two. She's now married. She's Danielle Flynn, thank God. But I'm basically the other Danielle Edney in Tom's life. <laughs> oh, I love that though, mate. I do think it has a nice ring to it. Take care, Well, guys, that was the incredible Danielle Armstrong. Honestly, I've known Dan for absolute years. She's one of my favourite people in this industry. And 
I can safely say as a pal, there's like no greater feeling, especially like mine and Dan's friendship when we've seen each other go through loads of ups and downs. When you finally see your friend super happy and living our best life, um, both professionally and personally, I suppose. Little baby, all uh, handsome Tom, husband to be. It's all just lush absolutely lush um, I'm sure you guys are probably already following Dan on Instagram but if you're not make sure you do um, she's also got which she was too modest to promote a brand new collection with the guys at Naked Apparel it's insane if you're into fitness gear check it out um, okay that's enough from me if you are enjoying listening to Vicky Patterson The Secret 2 then please tell your mates about us leave a review and the hot new thang that we're asking people to do at the minute wish I hadn't said thang um, is to subscribe um, okay, that's everything from me. Have an amazing week, guys. You deserve it. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.